San Francisco. This is Rochelle Rosegold. Thank you for tuning in to my show, Levels and Luster, where I combine innovative audio with communication to create social change. We have Sepid Ebrahimi in the studio right now. Welcome to KUSF. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I was just talking here a little bit about the semester and midterms and how things are going. And she's a junior graduating next year. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. And that's a big step and a lot of uh, jobs, you know, opening up and seeing what's available and what kind of route you want to go into. So you're currently a computer science major. Mm-hmm. And uh, any minors? Uh, no, not yet. I would love to like get a minor in design, but design. yeah, I would probably do that like next semester. Okay, hopefully, yeah. So, what? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What made you want to get into tech? So, since I can remember, I was always fascinated with video games and not just playing them, but also like learn what is the process behind like video games. How do you make one? What uh, number of people are behind? successful game so as I grew up I decided to be a game developer and I talked to many advisors and they told me that like the best way to get into game industry would be uh, to study computer science first to have a broad uh, knowledge of uh, computer and tech so you can Mm -hmm. you know choose to focus on like a area to focus on like game design or game development so yeah my passion for uh, video games actually got me into like computer science wow very cool and so I see that is actually a, a problem with girls being growing up and not being around video games and not mm-hmm. having interest in strategy or tech uh, that that uh, diverts their path, you know, to go into mm-hmm. more of the arts or liberal science. Uh, and so that's really great to see that you took a passion for the the gaming industry and strategy and like the the building behind mm-hmm. it. So when you started studying at USF, did you notice any stigmas or inequalities in the classroom relating to uh, the gender gap? Yeah, so I remember uh, we had uh, an orientation day, like at the first day of the first semester that I got here. And where were you? Uh, <laughs> where, we, where we met, right? Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we met that day. So that was actually the day that I met a female professor mm-hmm. uh, from the CS department. And she mentioned that, unfortunately, there are only 11%, only the 11% of uh, computer science students in the country are females. And uh, she actually gave us a warning that you're going to feel that in your classroom. So by that time, it wasn't really obvious to me because I just got into USF. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, after after a month, I actually noticed, I actually felt that gender gap in my major classes. Um, so I had a mixture of core classes and major classes, and I could definitely see that it was only me and a couple of other female students in a class of size 20 or 30 students. So yeah, we it was actually something to... Uh, it was noticeable that mm-hmm. that not unfortunately not a lot of females use um, majors in areas of math, computers, STEM in general. So when you were when you started to feel the gap, did it uh, make you 
uh, feel empowered that you were pushing through this stereotype or did it was it intimidating to you so at first i kind of lost my confidence because you know you see that unfortunately this gender gap sometimes causes females to not be active in the mm-hmm. classroom so that actually affected me too and i was not asking questions i was not raising hands raising my hands to answer the questions and mm-hmm. i wasn't active but um i decided to change that because i'm really passionate about computer science and I love my major and I didn't want to be really inactive in classroom and I you know wanted to engage more so I decided to uh, look for um, help in uh, our department look for resources that can help me and I talked to like my teacher my professors especially my female professors and um Fortunately, there are many, many resources available at our department that can help female students to not feel like outsiders, like um, just to make everybody more engaged in the events and uh, the experience of, you know, your education in computer science. So, yeah, and then I got into some organizations like Women in Tech or like Diverse in Years, which focuses on Black and Latino knows female students in computer science Mm -hmm. and they actually really helped me to get out of my comfort zone and uh, be more engaged in my classroom be more engaged in activities outside of the classroom Mm -hmm. after a year of like joining those clubs I actually got into the board of women in tech so I'm actually a board member of women in tech now so I'm really proud of the journey that I took and like the path that I took so uh, all those experiences helped me to now be able to provide resources and talk about my experiences to like the uh, freshman students female freshmen Mm -hmm. and sophomores who get into CS and hopefully we can close this gender gap at least at USF and hopefully other students in other universities are doing the same thing. Wow congratulations on those achievements that sounds really great and it's I think your passion is really pushing you forward to spread the the love and the excitement for this field to other women. And I think mm-hmm. it just takes, you know, role models like you and your professors mm-hmm. and the faculty that help push through to make you comfortable and keep doing it. Yeah. I saw on your Instagram that you went to the Grace Hopper convention. What was that like? Can you tell a, little about, a bit about that? Yeah, so Grace Hopper is the biggest gathering of women in technology in the country. So I was really lucky to be able to get into, um, to get a scholarship for that. Actually, USF has a separate application than the actual conference. So yeah, we, I actually got the scholarship through university and, uh, along with, uh, 20 other students, we went to the conference that was, uh, in Houston during, in September. Mm-hmm. Your hometown, right? Yeah, my hometown. <laughs> so it was good to, like, meet my family also and, yeah. like, visit them. So it, this year, uh, 20, over 20,000 women, uh, in wow. tech attended the conference. So it was, I was really overwhelmed with the experience and it was awesome to me to meet amazing talented inspiring women in tech and when you attend these conferences and events like this you you know you know the reason behind why you chose to be in this major Mm -hmm. you know everything makes sense at that point because you see your role models you see people that 
you want to be like, you see companies that you want to work at. So yeah, the event was really inspiring. I know there are like many other uh, events because uh, unfortunately the application for this year, I think got closed like yesterday, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there are many, many other events and conferences like this. So I want to encourage everyone to, if you are a CS major or you want to get into tech, definitely go and attend these uh, events because um, you know, when you get inspired, when you see successful pe- people in the industry, when you see successful females in the industry, you get encouraged to get over your fears and actually follow your passion. I definitely agree. I volunteered at the Women in Leadership and Philanthropy Committee last oh. year, and it was the first experience that I had in San Francisco from being from LA where it was just all these women gathering and yeah definitely you just you feel inspired you see role models Mm -hmm. and you see them doing it it makes you feel like you can do it exactly so it's really powerful going to these events and now I am on the committee for women of leadership and philanthropy so oh fantastic I'm going again and yeah it's just it's really cool how um, they have things like this in San Francisco and around the world that you can go to and and people are pushing forward yeah, it's it's all about uh, you know networking and connection. Not do anything all by yourself, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you when you face a challenge or you see an obstacle and you you are afraid. You are passionate about a major, but you're afraid to step into it. You think you're not uh, good at math. You think you're not good at computer. It's always good good to like network and meet people because. I think everybody's going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like if you're facing an obstacle, there's a high chance that like other people in CS major or the major that you're passionate about, but you're afraid of to get in. It's a high chance that they are also either facing it or they faced it before. So it's good to like connect with people and like share experiences with them. Mm -hmm. Last year at the the Women of Leadership and Philanthropy Conference, the keynote speaker was... Uh, the CEO of Goldie Blocks, and mm-hmm. she created the first game, like strategy games for kids mm-hmm. uh, that helped with building and um, strategy and uh, pretty much the, the foundations of what computer science majors would <laughs> utilize later. Uh, and it was really inspiring because she had the same story as you that, you know, you have a bad attitude about what you're good mm-hmm. at, you know, and you need support. And, and she didn't think that she was good at engineering mm-hmm. and she had a professor that really pulled her out of her shell and told yeah. her you know this is what you need to do and then she ended up turning her life around and being a, a inspiration to all these women awesome. and changing the gap for herself so that's fantastic yeah it was really amazing so what are your plans after graduation do you have or you still have a little bit of time right so you're gonna yeah i still have a year i you know at this point i would love to you know kind of apply my skills into a job and you know kind of gain experiences because i eventually i want to attend like i want to apply for grad school but i would love to apply my skills into an actual job in a good company so I can know what area of computer science I want to focus on when Mm I, you know, go to graduate school because... Usually, yeah, graduate school is like more focused and more narrow. They have more narrow program that um, 
than bachelor mm-hmm. and it's uh, more like research based so I think it would be good for me to have a little bit of like work experience before attending graduate school but meanwhile I would love to stay connected with USF and the organizations here and kind of help them to pass you know our legacy to like future students mm-hmm. so hopefully all, all of it will mm-hmm. happen <laughs> Be a mentor in the mentor program? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, something like that for sure. And so do you have any advice for other women who are thinking about or wanting a career in computer science? So I think my main advice is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to go to the social events and like meet new people. Because, you know, if you want to grow, why don't you want to grow like with other people? Let's all grow together instead of, you know, grow apart. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's the way to do it, in my opinion. So I'm pretty sure no matter what universities you're in or what city you live in, there are many, many resources available for people like you, mm-hmm. like people who are passionate about something, but are, they're just underestimate themselves. My advice is don't be afraid to get out and don't be afraid to follow your passion because you don't want to, you don't want to regret your life in like 10, 20 years and be like, oh, I wish I could, you know, study that major. I wish I could do this and do that. So yeah, yeah, I guess that's like my main advice for everyone. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Find your network, find your community and Mm -hmm. just get out there. Be bold. And you just one more time say some of the the nonprofits or the organizations that the for the listeners yeah so i am actually as my work study i'm working for a nonprofit organizations called career girls that focuses on uh you know young girls typically aged 9 to 13 that want to pursue education in stem field or uh, tech related fields um, i also know there are like women who code and they have uh, actually a conference coming up called connect so if you search Connect 19, Women Who Code, uh, there's an event coming up in San Francisco. And if you are at USF, come see Women in Tech every Tuesday during that hour and also Diverse Seniors every Thursday during that hour. Uh, we're typically typically in uh, Harney Fall 11 or 413, which are the CS labs. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's some of the resources on campus and off campus. But uh, if you, I'm, I'm sure if they uh, like the listeners just search in Google, they would also find many, many uh, other organizations. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone are familiar with the website Meetup. So if you go there, there are many, many, many events that just females in tech would gather like every month or like people who want to build games or, uh, you know, events like that. So yeah, definitely, definitely search for those look look out for those and be active in them great okay i guess that's it for today thank you so much for coming on the show thank you for having me and all of your endeavors that are that you're involved with on campus i think it really is making a difference and thank you proud of you proud of you thank you i'm proud of you and your show and i'm really i'm really honored to be to be in it and so to you know kind of uh, start your series of uh, powerful women in mar in the, the series that you have in march so i'm honored to be here thank you <laughs>